Stick It with Mr. Biggs is made possible by listeners like you. To support the show, go to askmrbiggs.com slash support. Stick it. Um, mom, mom wants to know when I'm going to be done tonight. I just to- I told her that we were just getting started, and now... Roger, do the intro. She- Th- that was your cue to start talking. We she can wasn't- talk about this after the show. She wasn't mad. She just she just kind of wanted to know, and I think maybe because she-, she made... Uh- hey, everybody, it's Stick It with Mr. Biggs. Welcome it- to the show. It's, uh... Welcome once again to Stick It. Here he is, the man... Yeah. ...in the know... About all things that glue. Yeah. Stick it. It's Mr. Biggs. Listen, regarding your your mom, tell her to just slow her roll a little bit. Cool your jets, man. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, I don't think, like I said, I don't think she was mad. I think she made some banana, banana bread. Yeah. And I think she wants me to come over and have some before it gets... Tell her that you'll be there when you're there, and now is podcast time. Well, I mean, there's a certain, you know, when it's warm... And the, the chocolate chips are still kind of melty. And yeah. You put a little squirty cream over it. That's a good, that's like the perfect, that's a sweet spot. And I think she All was right. just wondering if I was going to get back in time. Tell to- her to put a tea towel in a uh, ceramic bowl and put the loaf of banana bread into the ceramic bowl and then fold the tea towel over the top. That will keep the heat and moisture in. And keep it nice and toasty for when you arrive, when we're done with the podcast. It's a podcast about glues and adhesives. And we haven't done it yet, Roger. That can wait do till you, the end of the show. Do you want me to call her right now or wait? Because that's a good tip. But if she does it too late. No, I, just give her the tip when you're there after the show. Might be a little... Glues and adhesives, all kinds of questions. People send them in to bigscast at gmail.com. This is Stick It. Stick It. With Mr. Biggs. I didn't say stick it. I just said, what did I say? I said, the man in the know with all things to glue. I don't, well, regardless, it's it's time for Stick It with Mr. Biggs. Here he is. Here he is, Mr. Biggs. I'm already here, Roger. Let's move it on to the next one. Which, by the way, I'll have you know, is breaking news. This time, the story comes to us on on the show from Dateline, Somerton, Arizona. Vandals have targeted a park in Somerton, damaging playground equipment and closing it down at Council Avenue Park. Mm. The slide at the playground... That suffered damage three separate times, starting since July, according to City of Somerton Parks and Recreation Director Ser- Sergio, Sergio Davalos. Davalos. Sergio Davalos. Sergio. Sergio. Davalos. Sergio Davalos. Davalos. Go on. Parts had to be ordered to replace the slide, which wasn't under warranty and will cost about $1,000. On the slide, there was a small hole 
like someone hit it with a hammer. Oh, dear. If the public has any information that can help, please call Somerton Police Department, Davalos said. Dave Davalos. So we should, Sir, uh, do we Sir have that number? Dia- we can give out, give out the number, and uh, if, if, if anybody knows about some, you know, gang of toughs vandalizing parks with hammers. Nothing says neighborhood tough more than a guy walking around with a hammer. Some, somebody, some, somebody somewhere must have seen something. Well, Roger, I'd like for you now to uh, pick up your smart telephone, and I want you to look up the phone number for the Somerton Police Department, because Sergio said if the public has any information that can help, they should call. And I have information that can help. I'm going to tell them how to stick it. Stick it. All right. Stick it with Mr. Biggs. I'm right here. I'm with you. The city funds could be spent on so many other things. So many other things than a ridiculous replacement cost. For a, a plastic slide. I've got it. I've got the number. The uh, the uh, chief of police is Jeffrey T. Cavender. He's the uh-huh. chief of chief of police in Somerton, Arizona. All right. And the number is nine two eight seven two two seventy three hundred. Or if you'd like to send them a fax, is that? We'll skip the fax. Yeah. And, yeah. And we'll just say. Uh, well, Roger, do me a favor. Call that number and tell him to go to askmrbiggs.com and tell him to download the show that we're doing right now because I'm going to explain to him how he doesn't have to spend $1,000 to fix the slide. I got the idea right okay. here. Okay. I'm going to share it right now. You're going to go ahead. I'll be, I'll be right, right with you. You're going to make the call, right? I'm going to call right now, and you you explain. You're going to talk about how to fix the slide? Is that what you're going to talk about? Around the hole that uh, the vandals punched with the uh, hammerhead, you're going to cut out that hole with a jigsaw and make it square, a square hole. It's going to be bigger than the original hole, but it's going to be more uniform and easier to patch. And if you find that the hole cracks at the corners of the square... Just take a drill and drill a circular hole at the end of those cracks. That will stop the uh, high-density polyethylene plastic from continuing to crack. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 22 hours, 41 minutes, 45 seconds. Did you miss dial, Roger? Universal Time, 3 hours, 41 minutes. That's okay. U.S. Naval Observatory, I don't... That, or, me, that's not that's not the right number, Roger. We've got no. Okay, this is what I'll do. I'll try. I'll I'll double check the number. After okay? you've you cut go. out this square where the hole was, you're gonna cut another square a little bit bigger than the hole in the slide. You're gonna cut it out of a five-gallon drum made of HDPE. Take an old one that you're not used anymore. Use the jigsaw. Cut a a little bit bigger hole, a square out of the side of the five-gallon high-density polyethylene drum. Take a little bit of sandpaper. I'm going to recommend 150 grit. Sand up them edges. Make it nice and and rough. And sand the edges around the slide hole as well. Because we're going to patch that up. Somerton? Somerton Police Department. Somerton Police... 
I don't think anybody's there. I think they're on. Can you leave a message? Yeah. Leave a message, Roger. Tell them to tune in to the podcast. Yes, yes, hello. Um, If uh, you want to learn more about uh, repairing the slides at the... uh, at the parks. Council Avenue Park. Council Avenue Park and other parks that may have been uh, yeah. damaged by the Gang of Tufts. Um, listen Tune to Tune in the, to Stick It with Mr. Biggs. Stick It. Listen to Stick It with Mr. Biggs. You can find it at AskMrBiggs.com. .com. All right. I just. Okay. I'm good. Go ahead. All right. So once you sand the edges around the patch. You're going to heat that patch up with a propane torch because most slides, most quality slides, have a curvature in them. They're like a semi-cylinder. You know what I'm talking about, Roger? Oh, sure, sure. The the curvy, swoopy. Yeah. Yeah. So your patch has to match that curvature. So you're going to warm that uh, high-density polyethylene patch up with a a propane torch. Just run it over it. Don't keep it in one place too long because you don't want it to melt and you don't want it to scorch. And once pliable, just put it into the slide so it matches the curvature of it. And then wait, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds for it to cool. Once it matches, I want you to put it over that hole. Whip out your Mr. Sticky's Polybonder, available at the most home stores. Uh, A lot of uh, uh, sporting goods stores carry Mr. Sticky's because those kayak guys like to use it to fix up their kayaks after they hit a rock. Hmm. So we'll put some Mr. Stickies on the patch and uh, place that over the hole and hold it there. Maybe put some strips of duct tape around it. Keep it in place. And orange cones around the slide so the youngsters don't go on it while it's curing. <coughs> like a safety measure. Safety. Yeah, you don't want kids sliding down a slide that's got a big pothole. Halfway down, they're going to rip the dungarees, Roger. Now, um, should we have, like, maybe uh, some sort of, like, a crossing guard there or something with a vest and a flashlight and a cap, maybe keeping an eye on it during the daylight hours when kids are... I think the orange cones and maybe a strongly worded sign would probably do the job just fine. Put a strongly worded, printed out sign at the bottom of the slide and maybe another one up at the top in case somebody didn't heat it and climbed up to the top with the intention of sliding down. You can make the sign say, attention youngsters, this slide has been compromised by vandals. We don't know who they are, but we're looking for them and we intend to bring them to justice. In the meantime, we've taken measures to repair this slide using a high-density polyethylene patch from a five-gallon drum. The colors don't match exactly, but I think you will find that when it is complete, the repair will yield just as much fun as the pre-damaged slide. In the meantime, avoid all use of the slide, and please stay away until it is deemed clear by the City of Somerton Parks and Recreation Department, Sergio Davalos. And then put that in, like, in bold lettering. Okay, so um, that's all supposed to be in one sign? That's Because yeah. uh, that's a lot. That's a big sign. Maybe something You might have like... to adjust your font size so it all fits on there. But, yeah, put it on there and tell the it, – it's just basically it's telling the kids don't use the slide until it's fixed. Right. Maybe if, that if, sign... if you've got a slow kid, if you've got a kid that's dumb, 
the adult should be there with him at the park anyway. And the adult should say, that sign means don't use the slide, dummy. Well, I mean, maybe that's what the, I mean, maybe if you just said, uh, caution, please stay off slide. That, that should cover it, right? None of the talk of polymers. I believe and- in giving all the information that is required so that people have all the information they need to make their own decisions. And if your dumb kid still wants to use the slide after learning all of it, well, that's natural selection at work there, Roger. <laughs> I say, don't keep the information from the youngsters. Let them know, and then they can make their own decisions. And if they end up with ripped tough skins, then uh, d- tough skins. Um, I just wanted to jump in and mention that Mr. Sticky's Polly Bonder uh, 30GR manual mix is currently unavailable on Amazon. Go into the the kayak shop. Kayaks are us. And right, the, right. They've always, they've got a full supply of Mr. Stickies. Okay. Just walk so, up to the guy at the counter and say, hey, I'm looking for some uh, Mr. Stickies. And if he offers to sell you weed, be specific and say, no, I'm looking for Mr. Stickies polybinder because I'm looking to glue some high-density polyethylene. And he'll say, oh, I thought you were looking to buy marijuana. Here it is. Have a good day, sir. And if they're giggling a lot, just take your stuff and go. Take yeah, them. the guys in the kayak shop are always very... Uh, giggly. They're giggly. Often an open bag of Funyuns on the counter. They seem to have a good time there. Can't imagine. I mean, it's a seasonal activity. I don't know why. It's open year-round. But they're always doing business. There's yep. always people coming in. In and out. No, that's a different place. Are you ready to uh, deal with an email? Yeah, go ahead and grab that mail sack. All right, let's jump into the let's jump into the mail sack and see what's see what we've got for an email. Of course, that comes. That's you. You sent that to. Bigscast yeah. at gmail.com. Caleb in Virginia yeah. sent that to Bigscast at gmail.com. It's a short one, which we love. It says, Dear Mr. Biggs, my Uber driver recently told me I should waterproof the cabinet underneath the kitchen sink by sealing the edges with caulk. I got it that time. Caulk. 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 Good job, Roger. You've been practicing. Uh, 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 waterproof the cabinet underneath the kitchen sink by sealing the edges with caulk and then pouring lots of Minwax polyurethane on the cabinet floor. Is this a good idea? (laughs) Is this a good idea? Caleb in Virginia is asking about Minwax polyurethane. Minwax polyurethane is for floors. It's not for... uh inside of your sink cabinet. So no, it's not a good idea. Caleb, who told you to do this? One of his Uber drivers told him that. Uber drivers? The guys that uh, you can call and they can come give you a ride. Oh, you mean like the taxi cabs? Well, it's a little different. They're all like independent contractors. Yeah, I know that you you use your computer to call them and they come and they pick you up and then they drop you off somewhere. Yeah, for us for a fee, 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. geez. What are you doing listening to uh, an Uber driver when you if you've got if you're looking for advice about home repair, you don't turn to a guy who spends his day driving around people to go get their methamphetamine and dropping off shut-ins at their doctor's appointments. That's not a guy who knows what to do. He's telling you to put minwax on wood. We're not talking about a wood floor. We're just talking about bare wood. Not yeah, like- underneath the kitchen sink. Listen, yeah. don't be taking advice from Uber drivers. They have made so many mistakes in their lives leading up to that moment that they are not to be trusted. In fact, I think some of them might be felons. I'm not saying for sure. They look they look awfully shifty the times that I've seen them, and I would not trust them with my home repair. So if you've got an issue with your sink underneath and you're looking to waterproof it, Instead of pouring Minwax all over the place, which is just a waste of uh, polyurethane, if you ask me, what you need to do is make sure it's dried out completely, because if you had a leak underneath there that you were worried about, you got to get it nice and dry before you treat the surface with anything. So first, fix the leak. how How do you do that? What's I mean, say it's a porous wood, how do you get it dry? You fix the leak, is what you do, Roger. You stop the flow of water. Okay. I would explain to the listeners how to fix the leak. Unfortunately, this podcast is called Stick It. Stick It. With Mr. Biggs. And the... the... And it, it does not fall underneath the uh, the heading of the show where I talk about glues and adhesives and, uh, and things no. like that. So I'm going to leave that up to... Uh, the Plummet Podcast, which may or may not exist, right. you should go find it and then find out how to stop the leak. After bet you, the leak I bet has, you, I bet you, uh, Wally, um, you know, from Wally's might be uh, a good uh, have a good podcast with Plummet. Hey, listen, if he's got a podcast, you should listen to it because Wally knows his business. Well, you know, I mean, like, you know, it's it's good promotion. We'll have to give Wally a call and see if he wants to do a companion podcast to stick it. Or a segment, maybe a plumbing segment. Hey, Wally, give me a call. We'll uh, we'll hook you up. I got a couple extra cassette tapes. We'll get you in the studio and we'll lay down some tracks. Anyway, after your leak is fixed and uh, you open up the uh, the cabinet there underneath your sink, put a fan underneath there, get it nice and dry now that right. the leak is gone. Nice flow of air. Yeah, leave it for like 12 hours or so just to make sure that it's absolutely as dry as possible. Because the underside of sinks and the inside of the cabinetry is not quality wood. I don't care how much money you spent on that new cabinet refacing project in your kitchen. The inside of the cabinets, especially underneath the sink, they're using crap wood for that that area down there. Even if it looks really nice on the outside, underneath the sink, crap wood. Usually right. some uh, really low-grade particle board or chipboard. The kind of wood that it, the second that it gets wet, it just swells up and falls into mush. Kind of The kind of wood they make out of sawdust. So uh, after that's all dried out and uh, there's no hint of moisture anymore... You're going to want to uh, grab some leftover uh, latex paint from one of your painting projects and just paint the inside of that cabinet and get every 
every bare surface of particle board covered up with some latex. After it dries, that's going to make a nice solid water barrier that's not going to allow any more moisture to get in, causing the swelling. Huh. I'm going to make a little note of that and, and, and touch on that when you're done answering It's this a email. good idea to always save your leftover paint from your painting projects. You never know when you're going to need that little bit that was left over in the gallon can. This is a perfect project for something like that. But you're not done yet. The crap wood that they put in the inside of the cabinets, and the joinery's not going to be real nice. It's not going to meet up with the edges real well. So I agree with your Uber driver in that sense. You should lay down a bead of caulk around the edges to make sure it's not so much about the water. You're, I'm more concerned about pest intrusion and insect. Oh, wow. Insects getting in because that is a very dark, dank place. And you just want it all nice and sealed up. This, the roaches and silverfish love that kind of stuff. We want them out of there. We want a nice moisture inert environment to keep your moldy kitchen uh, brushes and sponges in and this will do it up nice just caulk up them corners and joints and then let that dry and then put all the toxic chemicals back in and you'll be good to go Caleb now okay back to my questions so you're saying if you have a uh, let me check my note <clears throat> if you have um, latex paint and you painted all the surfaces under there with your latex paint, that acts as a sealant on all that wood in there? Yeah, you might have to put a couple of coats on, but latex paint is uh, its kind of rubbery when it's all done. It really gets in there, especially if you're using old latex paint. From an old project. Really? It's going to be nice and gummy and thick, and you're not that concerned about the appearance. It's under your sink. After that, then you do the caulking. Yeah, let that paint dry first. Let it dry a real good long time, and then you come in and lay down a bead of caulk. So there's really there's really no reason not to do that under every sink in your house. It's just a, It's just a good idea. It's a fantastic idea, especially if you've got lots of leaks and you want to be able to contain them. You don't want leaks, though, so don't have leaks. Fix the leaks first, then do this. But but if a, if a leak were to arise, it will leak into an area that's better prepared to handle a leak. True. And then the water's going to dribble out the front. And out onto your floor, and now you got a different kind of mess to deal with. Black mold, Roger. Once that wood gets uh, wet, it's just going to harbor mold, and it's going to... You think that your kitchen sponges stink? Ugh, it's going to be bad. It could kill you. You know what they say about black mold, Roger? It's the silent killer. I thought that was high blood pressure. I forget what the slogan for black mold is, but it is, it's not, it's not good stuff. Black mold, it's not good stuff. Get rid of the black mold. It's not good stuff. It's dickhead. what they say. I'm, I'll look, I'll look that up. I'll do a YouTube search for the- Hey, for Roger, it. tell people where they can uh, send in their questions for the show. Black mold council. Yeah. Um. Tell them. Bigscast at gmail.com is the email address. Bigscast.com. And of course, visit, visit our website. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
AskMrBiggs.com. You've yeah, got, that's it. You got it. You got your Facebook uh, uh, link. You've got uh, Twitter link. You got the yep. the email address once again. And um, is there uh, the uh, do we talk about Patreon on this, or is this, that's not something we do? Stick it. Well, some of you listeners support us on Patreon, and that's the only reason we can keep doing Stick It with Mr. Biggs. Uh, I want to thank Sahara Schaefer, Antonio Gorgle, and also some kind named Jason. Just says Jason, no last name. Huh. Well, anyway, if you want to support the show, too, head on over to AskMrBiggs.com slash support. Stick it. After we thank them patrons, we say goodbye. And that's all that's left. Join us next time on Stick It with Mr. Biggs. Yeah, stick it. Did you, uh, did you want to come over and have some banana bread? Oh, ho, ho. Yes, please, and a squeeze of thank you, and yes, ma'am, I'd like to have some. Oh, that stuff is good. It's good stuff. Stick it. She's not going to squeeze you.